You're listening to Success Up North. This podcast is a way for me to document my journey searching for success as a grower, family man, and business leader. I'll link with other leaders to highlight how they manage to do the boring work consistently and create their own version of success. Success is relative, but to me, it means relationships, families, teams, products, and solutions that get better every day. I'm grateful for you tuning in. Some thoughts here as I'm driving. When you incentivize someone on your team to do something and perform a certain way, and then they meet the expectations or exceed them, but you don't reward them with the incentive that you agreed upon, you really hamstring your growth with that individual and what the future looks like. Because asking them for more than what they've done to get that point becomes difficult. Asking them to be that much more productive when you've been dangling a carrot that is just gonna keep moving or a goalpost that's just gonna change, it's hard to expect someone to buckle down and say, oh, you know what? I'm just thankful for my job and I'm hoping that I can keep that and that's what matters because there's no forward growth. For the people who are advancement-minded and that are looking for opportunities to earn more or have a different status within the business, you're going to lose them. That's not something they want. They don't want to be stagnant. If you're talking about People who are in it for the money, that's definitely not going to help you. Some people don't even have a passion for what they're doing or find purpose in it. They just do it because they're good at it and they make money. So if you incentivize them, you don't pay them. What the fuck are they there for? Now, the flip side is you could be on the ownership side, which I've been before, executive side, and you might just not have the money. What do you do if you don't have the money? If you don't have the money to pay out on the incentives that you designed and your team hit and that you guys you know mutually agreed upon, then you got to figure out a way to make it right. How do you make it right? It seems like there's quite a few solutions. Some folks, again, are in it for the status or the title. Some are in it for the money. Some are in it to learn and less are focused and less focused on earning. So do you increase their learning? Do you give them a promotion with a plan for increase in compensation as uh, profitability increases? It's tough because then you got to hold yourself to that as a business owner. You got to double down and say, hey, I've already promised you one thing. We agreed upon something and I couldn't meet my end of the the agreement. Now I'm going to ask you to be more for our company and have more responsibilities and expect you to wait that much longer for delayed gratification of a compensation increase or some sort of profit sharing or bonus structure. That's a tough pill to swallow for either side. How do I pay out and retain this employee when I don't have the money? How do I stay at this business that didn't manage the business overall well enough so that my contribution above and beyond could be compensated. It's a big, you know, can of worms. There's a lot to it. And people, you know, tend to think one way or the other. And I've been in both situations in my past. 
at different companies I've worked for. I've had carrots dangled and promises made and they weren't kept. And in the end, I had less respect for those leaders, somewhat resented them because they didn't communicate it nor seem to really care or have a plan on how to make it right. And beyond that, I didn't really see myself there for long. So I made some moves and planned my exit. I've also been in the side where I've been an owner and I've been trying to figure out how to reward people for what they're doing. I had partners and contractors in the business that I had before. And so figuring out how to satisfy the partners for the work that they were doing and the effort that they were putting in while continuing to eat shit and cash flow the business was what I was stomaching and dealing with. And, and it's uh, just a small, minute bit of the challenges that most entrepreneurs face. And it was just one small one that I was dealing with. But it's something that has to be recognized because those partners that I had would have not stayed or been able to do what they did for as long as they did if we didn't give them the support. And that turnover would have been tough. I probably wouldn't have been able to sell the business if it was uh, in a poor situation without those folks and without the assets that we had developed together. Food for thought. Aight. Wasn't able to get to the morning reflection, but giving a reflection here on the way to pick up Dave from wrestling practice. It's been a good productive day. Got clones for all of our genetics cut and those Clones will end up rooting and become mothers, both for indoor and greenhouse mother stock. That indoor will serve indoor growers and greenhouse growers that want clean, hop-latent, hop viroid, and uh, other pathogen-free clones. Quality starts, you know, the foundation to your crop. The greenhouse will uh, have the mothers that we will be taking clones off of for the outdoor season. And everything's looking pretty good. You know, we killed a few moms because they had some root damage from drought and then overwatering. Uh, but it was also a good learning lesson for the team to see what happens when you let something dry out and uh, have to bring it back root health. And then you end up uh, overwatering and. <laughs> Then you have challenges, right? So there's some there's some good learning there. I'm grateful that the team is recognizing that, and it was on a small scale. Uh, the indoor crop, I wasn't in there today. Um, I had to deal with some of our uh, flower, and was in a position where I couldn't go back into the indoor after what I was doing with uh, that biomass because uh, it's often a higher microbial load. Than what we're wanting inside the indoor. The indoor we're trying to keep as biosecure as possible. It's tough because we're an outdoor farm and we've got very little entryway. We've got like a mud room and then we've got a, a water room. So it's got a couple different stages and, you know, trying our best. Uh, oh, here's Dave. See you. You are listening to Success Up North. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. The true litmus test of this podcast impact is what listeners say about it. If you found value in this content, please share it with others. If you'd like access to video and written content like this, let's connect on LinkedIn. Until next time.
just grow with it.